0: Welcome to In The Money with Shannon Russick from Flyer Financial Technologies, the company that builds cutting-edge technology designed to solve asset and wealth management firms' toughest trading workflows. In this podcast, we help advisors and asset managers understand how technology is transforming the wealth tech sector. We'll cover how to leverage technology for faster, smarter investment decisions, megatrends, and more, Shannon draws from years of experience in the industry, along with guest experts to explore the biggest challenges and opportunities in the wealth tech game. Now, on to the show.
1: Welcome to In The Money. I'm your host, Shannon Rossick from Flyer Financial Technologies. I'm joined today by Kartik Srinivasan, Director of Third-Party Integration Digital Advisor Solutions at Schwab Advisor Services. In this episode, we'll take a deep dive into the challenges and opportunities RAAs face when building their tech stack and what Schwab is doing to ultimately solve for these challenges. So let's jump right in. Kartik, I've really put you through the multimedia gauntlet lately from videos to podcasts. I really appreciate you joining me today.
2: Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to chat with you.
1: Absolutely. So now we get a little break from being on the road for a few weeks. But before we dive in and talk all things tech here, I want listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So tell me about your experience or experiences in your field and why you do what you do today.
2: Yeah, certainly. So I started in the advisor technology space in 2004. So it's been 18 years. Uh, Right out of college, I started at Morningstar up in Chicago uh, and uh, really started supporting technology tools that advisors were using and providing uh, product and technical support. It's the best way to really understand how advisors are using products and getting to know their business and Uh, through the questions and concerns and issues that they have. So I did that for a couple of years and then moved into more of the product management side and supporting the uh, products that uh, independent RIA firms used. Uh, So I spent uh, uh, 12 years at at Morningstar in various product roles and moved into more of a partnerships and integrations role and found that I really enjoyed it. Uh, I loved uh, working with the third-party fintech community, uh, still interacting with advisors, uh, really finding ways to solve challenges for them when it comes to putting together technology and uh, making their workflows uh, happen and solving client needs. So that uh, that was something I was really interested in. And so uh, after my time at Morningstar, I made the move to Schwab in 2016, uh, in a very similar role. I uh, started in our integrations area, did a little bit of product management, relationship management. Uh, And today I have the pleasure of leading our entire third-party integration team at Schwab. And so what we do is provide uh, all the uh, product and capabilities from an integration standpoint that connects Schwab's custody data and capabilities with the third-party ecosystem that advisors use. So we provide all the products and integrations, the relationship management, onboarding and support as well. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Always, uh, always fun for me to kind of talk to third parties, find out what they're up to, uh, experience what's going on in the fintech ecosystem. And at the end of the day, love love to help advisors and uh, help them uh, better serve their clients.
1: Well, that's fantastic. And you obviously have an incredible background in product and integrations, and you've watched this industry really mature when it comes to technology. But what's maybe a common myth you'd like to debunk about your job or field of expertise? Because it is specific.
2: Yeah, yeah. Integrations, the term gets thrown around uh, quite a lot. So maybe I'll uh, hone in on that. And, uh, you know, when advisors hear integrations, they, they uh, I'm not sure what they picture, but they're probably just picturing two two tools kind of talking to each other and everything just uh, magically happening. And But there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, there's a lot of different types of integrations. Uh, there's just data integrations. Uh, this is kind of the old school, uh, although a very effective way of providing integration is just passing bulk data. And that's uh, that's incredibly important for uh, a firm like Schwab, where we have all the records of client information. And so we still send uh, over a million files every every night to third parties, uh, which contains all their client records and positions and transactions and whatnot. So that's uh, that's been in existence for 20 plus years. It's an older form of integration, but still very, very powerful. That's what all the portfolio accounting, and reporting platforms used to uh, reconcile and process all their data. Uh, and then integrations have really evolved over time. They went from just pure data files to more of a single sign-on, which is meant to save advisors a little bit of time uh, going from one system to the other. And, and since then, you know, in the last few years, uh, the, the term APIs has been uh, used more and more when it comes to uh, talking about integrations. And that's where Uh, you know, where we're focusing quite a lot. And API is really what it stands for is application programming interface. And what it really means is two systems talking to each other, passing data back and forth. So uh, what happens there is the uh, system that's integrating to the other is able to communicate and pass data back and forth in in real time through the internet. And uh, uh, it allows advisors to really either get data or perform critical workflows all through the use of uh, integrations and APIs. So so really the myth that uh, I'd like to debunk is uh, you know, there's different kinds of integrations, different uh, levels and, and complexities, uh, and uh, there are no standards when it comes to integration. So uh, unfortunately, it is a little bit of work for the parties that are integrating with each other. They need to kind of collaborate, partner, and, and work with each other to build build the integration at the end of the day that benefits uh, advisors and their clients.
1: And as you mentioned, there's a lot of behind the scenes work that happens and quote unquote, the magic, if you will. And, And being in this line of work, what's a productivity hack maybe you could share? And are there any underrated or any tools or technology that are kind of flying under the radar that are ultimately indispensable for your job?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so maybe I'll start with with a productivity hack that has nothing to do with technology tools um, you know just just kind of the last couple of years in the pandemic we've all been many of us working from home and remote and you know the concept of the nine to five workplace has kind of been thrown out the door and so know uh, yeah, that's that's been a challenge for a lot of folks uh, you know so so I would say a big productivity hack which which uh, I try to do as well as tell my team is Take the time off, take time off to unplug, take your vacation day uh, set set some boundaries in terms of uh, when you're working, when you're not uh, you know having your laptop in the bedroom or in the living room is kind of uh, uh, can be dangerous, a little dangerous. <laughs> uh, yeah exactly so so that's uh in my mind that's you know just just unplugging is a great way to. Uh, just uh, uh, get away and then you come back to work fully refreshed and uh, ready to tackle uh, whatever the task is at hand. so so maybe I'll start with that productivity hack is take your take your vacation, take a day off, uh, and then uh, set set some boundaries around uh, how you're uh, how you're working. Um, and then in terms of like uh, you know technology related tools that are uh, that are really uh, important or uh, indispensable, um, I would say that uh, you know I love to have a single picture of my financial uh, uh, life, whether it's my net worth or just my accounts at my bank, mortgage, retirement, etc. And so it's, uh, you know, instead of kind of going into 10 different websites and logging in, uh, it's always good to kind of have one uh, capability or tool that is able to aggregate all of that together. And so, you know, I loved using a a, a tool called Mint, mint mint.com that can put it all together and And aggregate it Um, and then schwab recently came out actually with the aggregation capability uh which uh you know uses apis uh a great use case of the apis and integration so if you log into schwab you'll be able to add your held away assets and all your mortgage and credit card information and so so i love uh kind of checking in on that although lately i've uh not, not been logging into the account uh, with, with the way the markets are doing, but- uh, oh, I don't it's blame you. Good to- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's always nice to kind of have one login and then being able to access all your financial life in there.
1: Absolutely. And speaking of tools and technology, let's dive into this concept of tech stacks, obviously a very important topic right now in our industry. So what challenges and opportunities do REAs face when building their tech stacks?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think one one big thing here is uh, it's all around personalization and customization. Uh, you know, investors and clients they all live in the world of Netflix and the recommendations that they provide. So everyone who kind of logs into Netflix, they see a different view of what what's recommended, what to watch next. And so so that's kind of the where the industry should be going and is going is providing that personalization to the and, and investor and to advisors as well. And so, there's just this big demand for a customization of the client experience um, to be able to provide insights and, and features, and, and this really means that advisors, uh, you know, need to be building their tech stack to keep keep this in mind and meet this demand of uh, personalization for their clients. Um, and at the end of the day, they need a lot of data uh, to be able to provide this and uh, uh, provide these sorts of recommendations. Um, another... A uh, key trend or insight is uh, all, all to do with the third-party integration ecosystem. So we've seen a huge expansion of just the number of fintech providers out there that support advisors. Uh, there's increasing number of solutions that advisors need to consider and evaluate and potentially adopt. So, so that's always uh, a challenge. Sometimes it's good because there are a lot of choices and a lot of new categories uh, coming into the market. But at the same time, the, the downside of that is uh, it can be challenging for the advisors to figure out what are the best tools for them and how uh, how much value these tools are going to provide them.
1: Absolutely. You're seeing a lot of this almost choice paralysis. I mean, if you look at the recent Michael Kitsis map, it can be a bit overwhelming, especially folks who are looking just to start out. So what is Schwab doing specifically to help navigate all of this?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I would say that uh, a big thing that we're doing is uh, uh, investing a lot in digital workflows. Uh, if if your workflows are digital, it allows you to personalize and customize those uh, capabilities for the end clients. And so we've really invested quite a bit in digital workflows, whether it's our own uh, proprietary capabilities like the uh, client onboarding or account open capability, the move money and trading. Uh, those are all uh, digital, and that that allows. Uh, not only for seamless processing and and, and uh, the ability for advisors and clients to interact in a digital manner, but also it's uh, it can be more personalized and customized for the for the end client. Uh, and and with the third party integrations, I would say we're we we offer a broad as well as deep set of uh, integrations with third parties. We're we're always open, working with any third party that wants to connect with us. We offer over 180 product integrations currently, and that number keeps growing over time. And this is across APIs and single sign-on and trading, uh, and as well as the direct uh, data file connectivity. Uh, And so we provide, uh, we directly work with the third parties. We uh, bring into our integration offerings and provide a lot of support to bring them into our offerings so that at the end of the day that uh, they can build solutions that can uh, help advisors and their clients. And if advisors have questions, they can always reach out to us. Uh, We do have tech consultants that work with them in the field to help them understand how technology and third-party can help them uh, work with Schwab and its capabilities.
1: And for REAs who already have something built out, but they're looking to scale and grow or add new capabilities to their tech stack, what's your advice for fitting new products into it? How should they be looking at that and utilizing Schwab from you know, to get that done.
2: Yeah, I think a big part of it is just really understanding how the technology supports the firms, the RIA firms' strategic and long-term objectives. Uh, So technology is a key part of that uh, objective for the firm. So uh, understanding that technology is a key part and how how uh, the advisor can benefit from that is important. Uh, And then just thinking of, uh, you know, our motto motto is through client's eyes. So the advisor can really think about the technology through their client size. How is the client going to be using this technology that the advisor is putting in front of them? Are they going to struggle with this? Is this going to be intuitive and easy for them to understand? And and of course, we're, we're in this digital world where more and more clients are spread out, maybe in a different geographical area, and they're interacting with the advisor purely through technology and digital capabilities like the client portal or through Zoom or or whatnot. So, uh, you know, technology can really uh, be a powerful uh, way for advisors to differentiate their client experience and, and in turn their overall firm. So asking these types of questions is going to be important um, uh, for delivering uh, one solution over the other. Uh, and then just, you know, considering digital workflows, uh, it's, it's just important to be uh, cognizant of the fact that, uh, again, clients are expecting things to be digital and work seamlessly and connect with each other. Uh, as well as digital provides advisors with scale as the firm grows, it uh, allows them to scale their business without necessarily adding a lot more staff. And so uh, creating that scale, reducing errors uh, through, through the use of technology and the personalization of technology to help delight clients. I think those are all uh, critical. Um, and then I would say, uh, you know, solutions that they do pick and choose uh, there's in some of our surveys, we've seen advisors can have up to 10 different pieces of technology that they use, uh, and, and with large firms, it could be even more. And so it's important that before they uh, add a lot of new capabilities or with the capabilities that they do have, uh, they find out how they integrate with each other. Again, this goes back to what we talked about. Is it purely a data file integration? Is it single sign-on? Or is it a deeper API-based integration that really means that data put into one system Automatically transfers to another system. So, uh, and does the, the do the technology tools talk to each other and provide the, the best client experience? And last but maybe not least, and maybe even more important than anything I've talked about is security. Uh, increasingly, uh, with digital technology, you know, we just have to be mindful of uh, the security that's in place to ensure that advisors are keeping their client data uh, secure. And um, and out of reach of hackers, and so it's important to think about what security policies they have in place, um, and uh, whether they they can uh, attest to kind of the the testing and cybersecurity uh, capabilities and penetration testing and whatnot that uh, that these tools are that, that are doing to ensure the safety of the client data. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, and you're, you've seen this big shift too from advisors. You know they're really more important than ever, especially with everything going on with inflation and taxes and volatility. But now they also have to wear multiple hats of not only being the advisor, but almost this you know CFO for their clients as well as technologists. Have you really seen advisors? embrace this digital transformation movement? And are are you hopeful? <laughs> because it's a lot for them to take on, especially RAs that are just maybe starting out. It can be a lot to wrap your head around with all these technology options.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, advisors have certainly embraced uh, technology and digital and, and we're seeing that in the data as well. It's uh, the use of uh, client portals have increased tremendously uh, clients are increasingly wanting to engage with advisors in a digital fashion, uh, and advisors are, uh, we, we've seen the use of our API grow by over 30% in the last couple of years, and, and this year it's on track to grow even more. And uh, that's all a testament to the fact that advisors and their clients are increasingly adopting technology, adopting digital, and interacting with them um, moving away from more of the face-to-face to, to more of a digital interaction, whether it's uh, accessing their financial plan through the client portal or performance reporting virtually. Uh, that's, uh, that's what we're seeing in all the, uh, the data that we're, uh, that we're collecting.
1: And the future of third-party integrations really does look bright. So talk to me about the investments Schwab is making in tech and why you ultimately view these in- as in, uh, these investments as opportunities.
2: Yeah, so Schwab's uh, technology is really designed to deliver experiences that help advisors put their clients first. Uh, so, this is uh, the approach for this is really a combination of our proprietary technology and digital platform, um, uh, which is Schwab Advisor Center, and then we've got our third party integration, uh, and then finally, we've got the people and resources to help advisors build their technology strategy and get the most out of it. Uh, and so the key areas of focus really here are uh, streamlining processes and reducing work. I think I mentioned this a little bit. It's uh, reducing errors. And in our industry, the term is NIGO, which is not in good order. It's uh, you know unfortunate that it's uh, so high these days. Uh, but, but with digital, you can really reduce uh, NIGO. So we've seen our digital onboarding team, uh, digital onboarding capabilities that we've offered for uh, opening accounts and servicing accounts the NIGO rates have gone from a from a paper-based process from a thirty percent or more to to three percent or less in, wow. in the digital onboarding process so so that's a, that's a great way for advisors to really streamline their process and reduce any rework that's needed uh, and then another uh, key area of focus for us is around scaling and modernizing uh, the entire trading and investment management capabilities um, with the with the uh, acquisition of TD Ameritrade, we're bringing over a lot of their world-class trading and investment management capabilities and making that available to all advisors upon uh, upon conversion. So uh, these are tools like pipes or iRebal uh, for uh, trading and rebalancing. Uh, and then just delivering customizable features and insights to advisors. I think this goes to the theme of personalization, customization. Advisors increasingly just want to see See more custom data for for their particular clients, um, and and all, with all of this, and especially with the Schwab and TDA integration going on, we've we've really tripled the the level of investment we're making in technology compared to the past, and so this has helped us accelerate our roadmap uh, and really bring a lot of new capabilities to advisors. Um, and at the end of the day, we're also focused on serving advisors uh, of all sizes uh, and. You know, small to the very large, and so whether it's uh, advisors looking for Schwab's proprietary capabilities, and you know if they can't afford all the third-party technology out there, uh, we have that available to the other spectrum where advisors increasingly rely on third-party technology, and so we've got the integrations and custom APIs that uh, that help support that.
1: And it's clear that Schwab really puts the client first with these decisions and vision you've really outlined. But what does it all mean for the end client experience?
2: Yeah, so I, I think at the end of the day, all this continued innovation and investment uh, that is, is meant to benefit advisors and their clients. So uh, for Schwab, you know we'll continue to be open and uh, engaged with the third- party community. Uh, while also building out uh, Schwab's own robust set of uh, digital uh, and proprietary capabilities for advisors. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, we serve a, a very broad spectrum of clients, um, whether it's the small, small solo advisor to the large enterprise-like uh, uh, RIA firms. Uh, and, and you know, they, they all have their own needs and different uh, ways in which they interact with Schwab. Uh, and so uh, for, for some of the smaller firms... Uh, Schwab provides a lot of proprietary capabilities like Portfolio Connect, which is for portfolio reporting and billing, ThinkPipes for trading, uh, iRebal for the trading and rebalancing, uh, as well as uh, Institutional Intelligent Portfolios, which provides digital advice. So a lot of our clients leverage those capabilities that we provide them. Uh, And then we have the larger firms that may have their own technology staff and engineers. And so what they want is... uh, Access to our APIs so that they can build a custom experience, whether it's from their customized Salesforce or from a data warehouse that they're putting together. So we open up our APIs to to those advisors so that they can um, they can really build custom experiences to us. Um, and so uh, and then other clients want to uh, leverage out of the box uh, uh, technology tools that are provided in the marketplace and then integrate with Schwab through. Through the robust set of APIs and integrations that we have available. So we uh, we continue to be committed to that uh, ecosystem and uh, remaining open and uh, integrating with all the third parties out there.
1: Fantastic. So something for everyone at the end of the day. So yep. what's next for Schwab when it comes to third party integrations? Anything you're hopeful about or maybe new technology that has you excited or hasn't quite reached maturity yet?
2: Yeah, so maybe I'll focus on uh, something that we recently announced. Uh, CRM is incredibly important for advisors. Uh, It's uh, really where they start and end their day in many cases. uh, Those client relationships are really what drives uh, advisors value. And so we recently announced uh, a partnership and integration with Salesforce to bring an integration to their financial services cloud product, which is a uh, tailored experience for the wealth management space. And so we we were excited to announce that, uh, you know, we're the first custodian in the space to come out with a uh, integration uh, to their uh, FSC product and uh, be able to provide advisors with a lot of workflows, whether it's opening accounts, viewing their alerts, balances, clients' data, single signing into their Schwab experience. All those capabilities are uh, going to be coming soon for advisors who use financial services cloud. So this is a uh, an ex- enhancement to the existing Salesforce uh, app and integration that we have, which currently only supports the Sales Cloud version of uh, of Salesforce. So we're we're pretty excited. Uh, we say you see more and more advisors uh, moving to to Salesforce FSC, and we're uh, we're happy to be able to support them soon with our uh, upcoming app in the marketplace.
1: Well, it sounds like you're going to be very busy with this upcoming roadmap. So I definitely look forward to seeing how Schwab will continue to innovate in our industry. But as we wind down, you know, I have to end with some fun questions here. I can't just talk all all tech. But Kartik, what's one thing maybe people don't know about you or something that might surprise them?
2: Yeah, I don't know if this will surprise them, but uh, one thing that they may not know about me is... uh, um you know, I'm, I'm, i consider myself a very much like a global citizen I've, I've lived in many many different countries around the world uh whether it's india or liberia in west africa and wow. bangladesh and kuwait and then and then come into the states uh over over 20 years ago so uh so i love i love uh, everything uh about uh you know global traveling and other cultures and so uh yeah, that's one thing that I'm always uh, passionate about, and I get itchy feet if I'm in one one place for too long. I I, I have to kind of move or or take a big trip and get out of uh, get out of here. So uh, so actually today after today after this podcast I'll wrap up and take my uh, my first Schwab sabbatical and uh, spend uh, close to three weeks in uh, Europe, and so that'll be uh, a much uh, much needed break, and I'm uh, looking forward to that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, that sounds like a blast. Good for you. I can completely relate with uh, not being able to sit still. So, traveling is always a priority for me. And, you know, the pandemic was hard. It's, I even enjoy being on the road for conferences and seeing familiar faces, but uh, we definitely have the travel bug in common. Um, but, one more question I have for you. At the end of the day, you know, when you reflect back on all your work and, and life, what does success look like to you?
2: Yeah, so uh yeah, success, you know, a lot of different ways of measuring success. So, you know, at at work, I would say at the end of the day it's all about how am I helping clients? How how am I and my team helping advisors uh and then in turn uh helping those advisors help their clients. And so we're we're always uh, focused on how do we solve their challenges, make things easier for them, allow them to better serve their clients. Um and then um you know, within and also a big part of uh Success is how am I helping my team, uh, the folks who are part of my team? I, I want to make sure they, they have uh, uh, productive uh, days when they're at work and, and ensuring that they're delivering the best value they can for their clients. So, what, what can I do to, to help my employees and help my team uh, really, really succeed? Um, and so, the uh, same thing at, at home is all about just uh, how am I helping my family and, um, and, and just uh, just so that we're collectively able to spend the best time together and, uh, enjoy, enjoy, uh, everything, whether it's work or travel or fun. Um, that's, uh, I guess that's what, uh, you know, success looks like for me.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that mindset. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you and getting to know you, uh, what you do, and and what Schwab is up to a little bit better. So I appreciate your time and look forward to what's next for you at Schwab. And if you would like to tell listeners where they can find more resources and more information for everything we just talked about,
2: yeah, sure. So uh, you know, best place to find uh, information is uh, advisorservices.schwab.com. dot com. Uh, that's uh, that's where advisors can get started. There's also a great uh, resource for provider listings where you can see how we integrate with the various third parties uh, that uh, that advisors are using. Uh, you can also follow us, uh, Schwab Advisor Services, on the LinkedIn page. Um, and it's been a pleasure chatting with you, Shannon. And uh, um, you know, definitely uh, look forward to uh, seeing. Uh, seeing you at the next industry event uh, once I'm back from uh, from my vacation. And uh, yeah, wish you all the
1: best. Absolutely. Well, I'll definitely see you on the circuit. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast on all major podcasting platforms and follow Flyer Financial Technologies on LinkedIn and Twitter at flyer underscore FT or visit our website at www.flyerft.com to learn more. Thank you for listening. I'm Shannon Rossick, and have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to In The Money, the show that delivers advisors, asset managers, broker dealers, and other technology service providers the knowledge they need to navigate this industry. Don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Flyer Financial Technologies. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.